Lisa Lemire, our official attorney of the Two Guys Named Chris Show, will join us now for Lawyer Up. She joins us every week at this time, at least three legal cases, more today, and she goes inside all of them. Lisa, let me start by apologizing. We heard Biggie getting you on the phone just two minutes ago and bending your ear for at least those two minutes about the glass he had stuck in his foot. <laughs> My God. This is this is a high-powered this is, attorney who runs her own firm. That's right. These are billable hours. This is a billable hour, and look what he's doing there. Yeah, it was about a half-inch piece of glass, and I don't know how it got in my kitchen. I thought it was a frame from my bedroom, and it got, I had to call Dave, and Dave's lady friend of the moment to dig it Can out. Can I sue like, my Roomba? <laughs> I thought my Roomba got up all the glass, but I think it pulled up old glass from other places. It went my foot. Biggie. That was low. I'll Biggie. tell you this. That was low. Lisa Lanier is so nice. She actually asked how I was doing. She's a friend and cares. Biggie. Now, let me tell you this, Lisa. This is Chris Kelly for you. He, I sent a little picture out with the, the glass next to the penny. Chris Kelly saw it and thought, Biggie got a penny stuck on his foot. <laughs> I did. I, I, I paid it no stead whatsoever. No. I thought, a penny stuck up. So he came in today hobbling, and I said, how'd you get a penny stuck up your foot? He's like, it was glass. Did you not see the bloody glass? I said, no, I did you not. You just saw my attempt at humor. <laughs> That's right. And, that was, and then Dave's couple on. Yeah, that was Chris Tim's <laughs> attempt at humor. And then Dave said, yeah, it was a nickel. I made change. And I thought, That's pretty good line. Biggie Weird. got a nickel up his foot. And Biggie, Dave, Dave made Dave change. Dave get a penny out. So I didn't even think another thing about it, and then went off to bed. And Biggie turned, limped in this morning yeah exactly and you saying that lisa asked about that you're clearly lying <laughs> it's a drone on about it My God. thank you lisa you're a, such a friend what a clear case of biggie lying and talking about not since my That's perjury is what exactly. that is not since my handyman said hey how are you feeling here's my kidney stone feel it have i heard something so blast so lie so much of a lie so blatant all right lisa lanier is with us now and we have her answering questions about real legal cases today i find these all pretty fascinating the first is from a new york man and lisa will solve this she is our official attorney of this program he is anonymous and he has apparently he does like to take video of himself having sex having sexual intercourse but he says that his devices his computer has been hacked and that pictures and videos of himself having sex have wound up on pornhub iPorn TV, X videos, all sorts of different. Slow down. What are these? <laughs> what was that second? One? I never heard of that one. <laughs> but he says he never meant for them to get out there and didn't know they were out there until this past August. He's got an eleven million dollar lawsuit going now. But against who's he? Yeah, who is he suing here, Lisa? How's it working? These porn sites who just took it without their knowledge, or uh, who's he going to wind up against money? For? This is kind of the crazy thing about it is he doesn't know who right. to sue. He doesn't know who did this to him. Yeah. And so he's, you know, and I love his, so he's, he also doesn't want his name out there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so he's going under the pseudonym in the lawsuit, Victor Vo, mm-hmm. which sounds like a porn name or, you know, stripper <laughs> name or something. You know, it does. Victor Vo. <laughs> and he's, uh, Victor is, uh, he's not sure who to sue. And so, I think this is a, a strange lawsuit that's going to go nowhere, really, because the, he didn't. The platform that he was using is not to blame for this, because what he did was he said, "Hey, you know, we're on this platform, and they can actually see and keep what we're doing and video it. So let's go to Skype and do a private video." Mm-hmm. And when he did that, the woman emailed him something, and uh, he opened it. He clicked on it, and opened it. Well, it was like sort of a ransomware type virus that gave her people access to all of his information, his banking information, everything. Mm, mm. And then 
but he didn't know that at the time. So he does the online sex video thing with her, and then she tells him at the end, while he's still on the video with her, by the way, I videoed that, and now you need to give me X amount of dollars, or I'm going to put this out on all these porn sites. Well, he refused, and sure enough, she put it out, or her people put it out on these gay porn sites, and he was petrified that he was going to get in trouble at work because he works in some kind of highly sensitive area where this would be a big deal. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, it's a terrible situation, but who's, he doesn't know these people, they're anonymous, you know, so he yeah. has, mm. he's trying, I think he's trying to file, he's trying to file this and get some discovery. You know, you have to file a lawsuit to be able to issue subpoenas and things like that. So I think he's trying to just file this completely anonymous on both sides lawsuit <laughs> and in hopes that he can issue some subpoenas and probably get like some, you know, some records from maybe the telecom companies or something to try and track down who this is. But I don't think it's going anywhere. Well, mm. I hate to blame the victim, but if you're dabbling in that world, are you asking for yeah. it? You know, are you thinking, boy, somebody's eventually going to put my stuff on these porn websites? You know, does that just happen? Absolutely. I, th- I thought so, too. Yeah, these websites, yeah, these websites basically are uh, the two that he was frequenting. They actually tell you in the fine print of these things that they get to keep the video as well. So if you're on there having sex, video sex with somebody, that's already out there mm. to be used against you or put out on the porn sites or whatever they want to do with it. They say, you do this on our site, we own it. Well, I've never read the fine print, Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> I need to read better read that <laughs> There's writing on there? There's words on there? It's at the end of every video. Nobody ever makes it. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Biggie was telling me the worst thing is when you're, you know, maybe you're watching one of those and then somebody calls or no, texts. No, the worst. Pop up on top of the video. Mom. Yeah. The boss's face. <laughs> oh, hell. One that you have to God. answer. I know. Isn't that horrible? And then the boss's face is that's bad news. Well, if this guy gets money from... Whoever. Who? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, his stuff's always going to be out there. Oh, it's never going to. You impossible. can't reel that back no, in. It's impossible. And he—that's yeah. why I'm saying he should have known that. Once he, once you get into that, you mm-hmm. know how that works. Uh, another story here. I'm very interested in this one. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. The NAACP is filing a lawsuit against Myrtle Beach itself, the city, the city itself, because of the way they treat Black Biker Week versus. Biker Week. You know, there's two different weeks every year. I may be back to back. I've been for both. And Black Biker Week. I'm Which fine. is more fun? Well, for me, they're the exact same. <laughs> yeah. Avoid. No avoid. Avoid. Yeah. <laughs> I go into whatever condo I'm staying in and I sit. Door locked. And I hear motorcycles all around me. All night long. <laughs> but. For Black Biker Week, they say, now Harley Week is one week, and then Black Biker Week is another. And the NAACP says for Black Biker Week, they, for instance, close certain restaurants, certain roads. There's a, it's more difficult to get around the town. They, they say they're making it so difficult to have Black Biker Week. Obviously, they want it gone, and they're forcing it to go somewhere mm-hmm. else or not happen. They're not treating Harley Week like that. So they're suing, and uh, they're saying this is discriminatory. Do you think it is, Lisa, or can the town basically do what they want with each biker week? Yes, yeah, so far it's not looking great for the city. The federal judge that's been hearing the case has already granted the NAACP and their plaintiffs an injunction uh, against the city to prohibit them from treating them differently in terms of the traffic pattern. Yep. And so there's already kind of a minor victory in it that would lend you to think, lead you to think that the judge is going to rule in their favor. Because... 
you really can't treat one group differently. And, you know, they actually have they have three back-to-back Biker Weeks there in May. They have um, Black Biker Week, White Biker Week, and Gay Biker Week. And they're just bam, bam, bam. The the really gay biker week. I didn't. I haven't been for gay biker week. Yeah. I've not. I've only been yeah. for. for I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I didn't know that was happening. It's a little yeah, quieter. It's yeah. quieter. But, the <laughs> but two, it's fabulous. Yeah, it is. But the two, you know, the the Harley week and the gay biker week are almost all white folks, and uh-huh. then black biker week, obviously black folks, yeah. and they are doing this really unusual traffic pattern where they shut down a twenty six mile strip of Highway seventeen and Ocean Boulevard with only one exit. So that it really discourages people, mm-hmm. and discour- and discourages people from being able to you know visit businesses that are off that area, and it it is a very unusual mm. reaction. To well, that's it. the main drag. I mean, Highway Seventeen mm-hmm. is it, yeah. and if they're closing every exit, I I see their point, you know, from yeah. this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, what, how does the city say? How do they justify doing that for one bike week and not the others? You know, I think that uh, some years ago there was an episode where there was a lot of something erupted into violence or something, and they it was during Black Biker Week, mm-hmm. and so ever since then they said, "Hey, Black Biker Week is dangerous, and you know bad things are happening." I think you know there were like storefronts smashed out and that sort of thing, but the fact of the matter is, I think that those kind of things have gone on during Harley Week as well, mm-hmm. and so I don't know that. You know, I don't know that they can really single out Black Biker Week that way, and certainly they cannot from a constitutional standpoint. Boy, one time, I was there during Black Bike Week, and we were driving over to, uh, I think it was called Copeland's. It was a Louisiana restaurant. Yeah. You know Copeland's down there yeah. on 17? And I, I think it's closed now. Down there on 17? Yeah, I think it is too. You know 17. So anyway, I was stopped at a stoplight surrounded by black bikers. And they were just, they were all, and I was, they were looking over at me and I was listening to my music and they were listening to theirs and we were like thumbs up and everything. You got no window. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just thumbs up and left and right. You know, I was like, you guys have fun. Meet you Copeland's. You know. <laughs> you got a Copeland's? Copeland's, Copeland's, Copeland's. <laughs> and I just thought, you know, here we are for totally different reasons, probably, because they're on their motorcycles, and I'm in my mm-hmm. Cavalier. And uh, <laughs> at that time, I was driving a Chevy Cavalier. Or their my lady friend's backsides yeah. hanging out. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. There are a lot of backsides at Black Biker Week. I'm telling you, now, there are lady friends on the back of the bike, and they are not shy about showing off their bikes. Well, they're built differently. The bikes. They are scantily clad. Yes, they are. I've been, I've been down there. I have never, I mean, the buttocks that you see, Mm -hmm. and me down there, I was probably like 22 going, are you seeing that? (laughs) Let's run over at Copeland's and talk about this, you know. Mm -hmm. So then we get to Copeland's and I say, did you see what was going on? (laughs) (laughs) Out here on 17. What's going on on 17? (laughs) That is unbelievable. I've never seen anything quite like that. I've only been a few times for that. Enjoyable, though. Hey, Lisa, is is it possible, too, that some of the um some of the the merchants in that area asked the city to do that and the city didn't they were maybe goaded into it i think there's probably some of that going on as well but you you just can't even the merchants they can't decide to treat people of one race differently well some of them close i mean yeah i think that but you can do that right i mean some of them close their business during either black bike week or harley or both you know they don't want to be part of it yeah so that's a lot of money but you can do that their businesses they're doing it across the board right okay uh another city being sued or excuse me a building in the bronx new york 
A man plunged into a pile of squirming rats after a sidewalk opened up underneath him. We mentioned this. is the third time we've mentioned this now. First when it happened, then again yesterday, to say that he had filed his lawsuit. His name is Leonard Shoulders. He broke his arm and his leg after he fell through a sidewalk 15 feet, and he was in such terrific pain from the fall, but was unable to scream because there were so many rats crawling all over his body. If he opened his mouth to scream, he thought one would crawl in. (laughs) He is suing now, and he's got surveillance video of the exact moment he fell. He is suing the building that was supposed to maintain the street, and has filed the lawsuit. I, uh, no word on how much he's seeking, but I would think it's a pretty big amount of money since he had to sit there and let rats crawl over him without screaming. Chris Tim's impression of him down below the street was... Mm. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Tim said, do you think the rats were high-fiving going, it worked. We did. Yes. We got one down here. What are your... Uh, Tonight, what are your... we dine like kings. <laughs> I feel like he wins, Lisa. What are your thoughts? Yeah, he has a he has a good case. He's actually suing the city as well ah. because what happened is this building owner had a vault, a subterranean vault there that runs under the sidewalk, and it's in a state of terrible disrepair. And the city had condemned the building already, but they didn't address the fact that there was this deteriorating vault underneath the sidewalk. And so both the building owner and the city have been sued. And this guy actually was partially paralyzed from this and had to give up independent living and go to some kind of rehab center uh, for the time being. So it was it was pretty bad. So I think he's got a good a good one. And the video is fascinating to watch because it just literally sucks him straight down into a fairly small opening. Mm, mm. And then rats. And, uh, I sent it to you this morning. Oh, yeah, good. and then rats. Yeah. You don't see rats. the rats in the video. But yeah, I sent you the video of the guy. just He just goes swoop, straight down. Just disappearing. Oh, I'm interested in seeing that. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. I'm glad you sent that. Round and round it start playing, did it? <laughs> <laughs> round and round. There is a rat problem. <laughs> <laughs> we have a rat problem. <laughs> That's a rat problem. That is a big yeah. problem. Yeah. Uh, the other story <laughs> is the uh, from England today. I'm fascinated by this as well. I don't think this mother has a case, but see what you think. She left her children, age nine and seven, with a 19-year-old babysitter. The babysitter's been babysitting for two years, but I believe this was the first time she had babysat for this particular family. While she was looking after them, she said, I wanted to reward them for their good behavior. The kids, when were asked, what do you want for dinner? I'm going to reward you, requested a chicken nugget happy meal and macaroni and cheese. Oh, my God. Now that's that's the, Kelly's diet. That's the exact familiar. meal that I eat, Three Lisa. to four times a week? Pretty much every day this week, I've had 12-piece nugget and mac and cheese sitting under a street lamp. Amazing. In a, in a parking lot next to a Trader Joe's. Okay? Let me just say that. Now, apparently the mom... Living the life. Living the life. That, Best life. As Chris Tim says, how do you afford your rock and roll lifestyle? Your best life. <laughs> Live your best life. That's right. So I'm trying to get too into my diet. I don't order a Diet Coke. I eat it dry, and then I go home and have a canned Diet Coke because I like the can of Diet Coke better over than fountain. Coke, over fountain Coke. Anyway. Uh, it's immature. That's right. Now, this woman is very upset because she came home and found them eating the chicken nuggets. Well, her kids are vegetarian. They're vegan. And she hit the roof when she saw the babysitter had fed them chicken. So she wants the babysitter to pay them. This house smells like murder. (laughs) (laughs) She's after the babysitter for the equivalent of $650 American, saying that it has caused pain and suffering to herself and her children. 
The babysitter said, you never told me these kids were vegetarian, and this is a typical meal for a 9- and 7-year-old or a 49-year-old DJ. <laughs> you should have seen how much they loved it. Oh, they absolutely loved yeah. it. They wanted more and more and more. And they didn't get sick, did they? They did not get sick that I know of, no. But she said that uh, it is a it's a mental thing for them you know, and for her. She was so upset by it because she feels that it's murder to eat meat. I think she's got no case at all here, Lisa. Does she or does she not? Yeah, I don't think she's going to really go. She's not going to recover, but she may have a case if she told the babysitter. This was a, it's an interesting story because it actually started off. It happened in the United States, but it was picked up by the media in Europe, and so oh. it kind of made it seem like it was a thing that happened in Europe. But it's just Europeans laughing at us, silly Americans. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, I thought man. it was a European story because it's oh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. There, well, yeah, because it didn't even make the news really right. in the U.S. until right. it got picked up in the European sort of equivalent of the AP. Yeah. So. What happened was there's no real details about whether or not the babysitter knew that these kids were vegan. If if the babysitter did not know that, then I don't think any, there's any way, shape, or form that the woman could recover anything. Right. If she was told, hey, my kids are vegan, don't feed them any meat, then, you know, by the letter of the law, the woman would have some sort of a case, probably negligent or intentional infliction of emotional distress, but who's going to give her any money for that? Right. It's just, you know, they might even give her... It might be one of those situations where they say, okay, by the letter of the law, you are correct. Here's a dollar. And give them one of those kind of verdicts that's sort of a slap in the face. I got you. The people that we have met and encountered during the course of this program, Lisa, chances are if you meet someone who's a vegan, they'll tell you. They'll tell you they're vegan. They love Especially if if their kid's involved. It's true. Now, I couldn't help, Lisa, but think about that. That tofu monstrosity you put on the table about two years ago and took a picture of it. What was that meal you made and you put a picture of it? Even yeah, it was Mapo tofu. It oh. was Mapo tofu, but it is, it is far from vegan. It actually has pork in it. Oh, so no, it's, uh, I didn't know. Vegan. Okay, in that case. Yeah. But even Chris Dim yeah. turned to the side and turned white and started to have to put it. You know, he ran to the bathroom. They're <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still talking about it, Lisa. <laughs> to her credit, I know. Yeah. To her credit, Lisa's food photos have improved yeah, significantly. 100%. I'll tell you, you're one's early. I got to tell you, we almost had to cut all ties. <laughs> <laughs>